0: Enjoy the Rested Life Conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve.
1: The title of the message that we are going to be unveiling this morning, uh, because one of the things I like about God is the fact that God is not intimidated to unveil himself to us. It is man that is intimidated to come to God, especially when we find ourselves in the wrong side of the law, or when we find ourselves, for lack of better word, in the wrong side of Christ. But hear me. For every believer who is in Christ, there is no wrong side. You are always on the God side. (laughs) I know it may look as if you make some errors or some mistakes. For as long as you are still in Christ, you are still in the God side. And when you have this understanding that in Christ there is no wrong side, it's just the fact that you are not awakened to the consciousness of who you are in Christ. And so because of that, you do wrong. But in Christ, there is no wrong side. And so I declare for somebody this morning under the sound of my voice every wrong side you think that you are I pray by the mercy of God that you come to the light of Christ and operate on the right side in the name of Jesus. And so this morning we are going to be looking at our message title intelligent design for arriving alive. <laughs> intelligent design for arriving alive i i'm already feeling the blessing of this very particular service but i don't know about you but for me it's for me also oh it's for me by the time i was preparing the service and i could see my own parts because one of the things i have come to understand with the dealings of god is the fact that when you are going into the house of the lord you must place a demand on the anointing you must place a demand on the holy spirit and you must place a demand on the word so, number one on the anointing, which is the God's servant that is going to use, number two, the person of the Holy Spirit, and number three, you place a demand on, on, on the word that you're about to receive. And so, with that being said, I'm going to read a very simple scripture, but before I read that scripture, it's a popular scripture we all know, John 3.16. I know you would be like, yes, but that's my anchor scripture. John 3.16 is my anchor scripture. It's my anchor scripture. But before I read that scripture, there is a story I want to share, and this story, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting story. I was listening to, um, to Dr. Yonggi Cho, and so um, he he was giving an example of a particular thing that happened in his church, practically. And so he was telling this very particular story, and this story blessed me, and I wanted to use the story for me to bring to bring all of what I'm going to say together. Now, what is the story? Um, Dr. Yonggi make makes us to understand, it says this, that there was this very particular young man in his church, and so this young man in his church, all of a sudden, he got to the point where he felt as if... <laughs> I, I don't really need to be in the house of the Lord anymore. After all, the, the pastor says, you know how sometimes you guys carry our word, <laughs> and you take it everywhere. The pastor says that God is with me anywhere I go. God is there, blah, blah, blah. And so the guy carried the word literally on a Sunday. Apparently, he was supposed to be in church, but he chooses not to be in church. He said he wants to go to the mountain. He went to the mountain. He prayed. He did all of his stuff that he wants to do at that very particular mountain. And so while he was there, for strange reason. Literally, strange reason, he slept on the mountain. He slept. And as he slept, he was now loading himself. And when I use the word loading, which means he was coming down on that very particular place on a high hitting stones and stuff. But for strange reason, this young man was able to grab something and was standing on that mean holding that very particular thing with the last of his strength. While he was holding that very particular thing, because remember that he says God is everywhere. And he believes God, and he doesn't want to walk with men anymore. That is his understanding, because the pastor preached it. And so he holds that very particular stick, and so while he was holding the stick, he was crying, God, this very particular, and yet he holds the stick for long, because remember that he was at that mountain, literally the morning, because he wanted to spend the whole day. So according to the story, the day it was now even getting dark, he was holding the stick, and he was shouting, God help me, God help me, God help me. God help me. While he was busy shouting, remember, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembly of ourselves, which is a law from God. But yet, he break the law, but this is the thing about that very particular story. God still showed up for him in that very particular place where he was standing. Now, in the show of them, the younger chose said that as the young man was holding that very particular stick, he now says, God help me. The mercy of God, even in your error, hear me, God still loves you. Ah, and I want you to understand, even in your mistake, even in the shortcut, I'm not justifying all of your errors and mystic, but I'm saying from the standpoint of God, God still loves you. And all of a sudden, this man, as he was saying, the Bible, I mean, I said the Bible, Young now says that this man, God now spoke to him. Um, you want me to help you say yes? Leave the stick. <laughs> now, remember that it's now dark. And this man is still holding that because he knows that he knows the height of where he climbed. And so he cannot tell whether he is glow or whether he is still high or whatever. Leave the stick, God was saying to this man. And this young man refused. And so in his mind, he refused to leave the stick. All of a sudden, he says, but God, I thought that you would come carry me and bring me down. Why will you actually leave the stick? Do you understand that this is far? Blah, blah. He was saying a lot of stuff. And God kept quiet. Because remember, the instruction is leave the stick. If you trust and you believe in me, you will do that very particular thing by leaving the stick. This young man refused. All of a sudden he says, no, God, if this is the case, then in that case I'm going to call for the help of man. He was now shouting there, man, help me, man, help me. While he was shouting, it was getting darker to the point that no soul was in that very particular mountain or the forest where he went to pray. No soul was there. Now when every of his strength was already gone, And he thought that this is the final place he has said his last prayer. Lord, in case I die here, make sure that I make heaven. He cried because remember, all of his strength was already gone. And by the time he left left that very particular stick that he was holding, all his vein and everything, he was already, according to the story, blood was already coming out from his nose. By the time he left that very particular stick, guess what? Remember that it was night. He was just one inch away from the ground. (laughs) God says, leave the stick. Because I have factored in some certain things that will guarantee. Because from my intelligent design, I have made sure that you do not die. But leave the stick. But guess what? The guy was still holding that very particular stick. Rest was made available. But he was trying to do his own works of righteousness. Leave the stick was the statement. He never knew, he never had an understanding that he was just one inches away from the ground. One inch. For some ladies who wear those six-inch, 12-inch shoes, you know what I mean. You understand it. He was just one inch away from the ground. And by the time he landed on the ground, he was shocked. Hear me. The strength of your belief. Just because you find yourself in church does not mean that you believe God. The strength of your belief will determine the kind of rest roundabout you enjoy. The strength of your belief. He was holding that. Guess what? While he was holding that, he was losing opportunity. While he was holding that, he was losing time. While he was holding that, he was losing access to human. While he was holding that, he was losing a lot of stuff. And all God was saying, leave the stick. I used this story to ask somebody this morning, what stick are you still holding? That God is saying that if you can trust me, and let go of that very particular sticker. Stop walking your own walks, let the walk be me. You just enter into my rest. Stop walking your own walk. When you look at the Bible in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, the Bible makes us to understand that God created, I want to say this for somebody, I don't know who you are, but God created man. I mean, God created everything. The Bible makes us to understand He created everything. And the day He's going to create man, do you notice? That when God created man, he created man on the sixth day, which was the last work God did. The day man who confessed was the day God was resting. Which means from the beginning, God has actually wanted man to enter into rest. From the beginning. On the sixth day, he made man in his image, created everything, which means the moment in Christ that you enter into your place of work, you have stopped God from manifesting what he wants to do for you. Many of us are still on the work side of the things. Your ability to understand that the day you were created, the day you this earthen vessel was formed from the ground, that very particular day you count day one, you were addressed. There was no work for you to do. All you need to do was just to enjoy the provision your father has created. But yet we are still holding the stick. We are still holding the stick. No, God, you don't understand. If I don't do one, two, and three, maybe this is not going to work. Hear me. I stand as your prophet. and the apostle of rest, sent for the end time church. It is time for you to leave the stick. I declare upon your life that every stick that has been holding you bound from entering into rest, I break that stick off your life and you shall land safely in the name of Jesus. Stop holding the stick. (laughs) Let go of the stick. Because that stick, you had no clue that the blood that you are bleeding, the pain that you are going through, all of that, stop it. Because why? Rest is available for you. John chapter 3 verse 16, my core scripture for this morning, as we are to jets very fast. The Bible says here, look at what the Bible says. It says, for God so loved the world, it says, and he gave his only begotten son, he now says, but whosoever do what believes in him, not whosoever walk the walk of righteousness. Many are walking the walks of righteousness, but in the walk, there is no belief. Many are giving in their church. Many are serving. Many are doing all of the works that we need to do. But if you check the belief, it's not there. We are all doing that just to mark record and to make your pastor feel good. For me, I pray that for all of you. Oh, God, may you all not try to please me. Please your father. May you not please me. I did not die for anybody. Nobody. In fact, even my wife and my I did not die for nobody. God sent his son to die for you. Huh? He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. On the strength of that revelation, he say for whosoever believes in him, he says, shall not perish. Which means, if you don't believe and you walk your own walk, you shall perish. Like that young man, he refused to believe God. Leave the stick. He had no clue that he's just one inch away from the ground. And yet, all of the pain that he was going through, all of the madness, all of the discomfort, it was not needed. Not needed. But because of the statement, whosoever believe. Whosoever means whosoever. It includes Tabobesta Besta and Dr. Nandipa in the prison. Whosoever means whosoever. It includes all of the tyrant that we have, the African demonic leader. Whosoever means whosoever. He said, believe in him shall not perish. He said, but that person shall have everlasting life. Whosoever means whosoever. Now, let's look at some of the things that we are going to be looking at in this moment. Two powerful work that God did. Hear me. As a believer, and and me, your pastor, hear me. I'm saying this with the humility and the the sincerity of my heart. I have gotten to the stage, especially this new season starting from today. (laughs) I've gotten to the stage where I know that this rest is a reality. It is a reality. Hear me. The ability for man to walk. God does not want man to walk, especially walk that cause toiling. No. No. Do you know the walk that the believer has? is for us to walk the walk of faith. That's the only walk the believer has. Walk the walk of faith. Yes, you have to go to the office in the morning, but in that office that you are going in the morning, are you walking the walk of faith? Or you are walking the walk of law in there? If I don't go to the office, I may not have money to be. Who told you that God can only bless you from that very particular job? Who? Where did you get it from? Who told you that your resources is only on that 9 to 5 job that you will get? Who who told you that? Who? Who? I know my God did not write it that it is only in that job. He says, serve me, I will bless thy water and thy bread. Which means anything that flows to your life. He says he will bless. You are the one who streamlined God to just that very particular water. What about the bread? What about the bread? For some of you, it's the bread. What about the water? He says, I will bless. You just let me be. I will bless. I will bless. And so as we begin to go, two powerful work that God did. Because I'm going to give you work that God did. Work that Jesus did. And the work that the Holy Spirit is doing. And the work that we must do. Because hear me. (laughs) If you don't understand this intelligent design that has been created for us as the believer. You will keep toiling and wondering why things are not happening in your life. Two powerful work that God did. Number one, he started and he finished creation. He started and he finished creation. God is not creating anything new. Man is just discovering what God has created. (laughs) I'll repeat it again. God is not creating anything new. Man is just discovering what God has created. Including the miracle signs and wonders that you see around including that testimony that you are sharing or probably that breakthrough that you have, God is not creating anything new. The version of you just discovered the provision that was made available in creation. (laughs) Let me say it again. God is not creating anything new because from the Bible, the book of Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, we understand that God created everything and he finished it. And as he finished it, he's resting. You are the one that is discovering And that's why for the believers your prayer is Lord let my eyes of my understanding be open. Paul was right when he said that very particular thing to the churches and he said to them pray that the eyes of your own. If your eyes can see what has been made available your prayer point will change. Your prayer point. Lord me your pastor Father what are the provision that you have for us as platform church. What are the provision that you have made available. Open my eye. I didn't say God open your eye. God open my eye to see. Because if I can see, then I know what to do. Open my eyes to see what you have made available. Many of us, God, you must do. And God says, I finished the creation. There's nothing I can do. You see. God, many of us are like, hey, guy, we are sitting in the wilderness. Cry, Lord, my child is about to die. And yet the water is by the side. That that very particular water needs to feed that very particular boy called Ishmael. Yet because why? Her eyes was blind. She could not see. Number one, God finished. You can read Genesis chapter 1 verse 31. Genesis 1 31, The Bible says, and God saw that everything that he made. Look at the statement. Everything that he made. He says, and behold, it was good. He say, and the evening and the morning was the sixth day. Everything that he made, including man. So he started and he finished. Number two, what is the second powerful work God did from the beginning? a fact that he establishes redemption. And he sealed it. He establishes redemption. And he sealed it. Which means once and for all, this intelligent design that I have put on the ground, it cannot change for as long as the earth remains. He establishes redemption. And he sealed it. How does he do that? Revelation chapter 13 verse 8. Revelation 13 verse 8. Look at what the Bible says. It says, and all that dwells upon the earth shall worship him. He says, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb that was slain. He said, from the foundation of the earth. Revelation chapter 13 verse 8. The Lamb was slain from the foundation of the earth. So, which means he has already established his redemption and he sealed it. He sealed it in such a way. How did he seal it? Romans chapter 10 verse 9. Romans 10 verse 9. Look at the ceiling strategy. Look at the ceiling intelligent design God used. Romans 10 verse 9. He says, if thou shalt confess with your mouth, and thou shalt be. Ah, do you see the word again? Believe. Believe. You see, as much as this statement of belief is, ah, for, for many of us as believers, it's still a huge problem. A huge problem. He says, and thou shalt believe in thy heart, not believe in your mouth. Believe in thy heart. He says that God raised him from the dead. He said what? Thou shalt be saved. So God has already established his redemption from the foundation, and he sealed it with this very particular system. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and salvation is guaranteed for you. Also, let's look at the Jesus factor. Remember, we just look at two powerful work that God did. If God has done this work, you don't need to do it anymore. For Jesus, let's look at two powerful work Jesus did. Oh, this one will bless somebody. Two powerful work Jesus did for you. Number one, he gave his life for you. <laughs> he gave his life for you. The day you raise up your hand and say, Jesus, come into my life. you don't That life you are living is not your own life anymore. It is now the life of Christ that is in you. He gave his life for you. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. First Timothy 2, 5 and 6. Let's look at what the scripture says here quickly. First Timothy chapter 2, 5 and 6. He says, for there is one God, one mediator between God and man. He says, and that man is who? Christ Jesus. Look at what he says in verse 6. He says, who gave himself as a ransom for all, not for some. He gave himself, which means Christ, the work he came to finish for you. Is the fact that he gave himself, he gave his life for you. He says who? He says, and to be a testified in due times. Say, to be testified in due time. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 verse 20, look at what it says here. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. He says, but yet not I. He says, Christ do what lives in me. Paul understood, he was telling the church of the Galates, he was making them, I mean, the, the, the church of the Galatians, he was making them to understand, he says, see Christ, leave him, leave him because why, Christ has already given himself, and so on that strength, I am living the life of Christ, he says, the life which I now live, he says, I do not live it after my flesh, many of us are living the life of flesh, he says, but I've bought by the faith of the son of God, who loved me, and gave himself to me by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i want you to understand that the first thing jesus has accomplished for you is the fact that he gave his life to okay i think somebody is trying to talk and i'm trying to see where that noise is coming from oh my god uh, he's oh, down. Um, whoever is speaking, I don't know where your noise is coming from. I'm just find a way of muting that very particular noise. Please, I think as you're listening to me, just try to mute your mic so that um, we have a good time in the Lord. Very good All right, let's 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 continue. Let's continue. Let me see. All right, let's continue. Who um? is? Oh, he's the one. All right. Um, let me see. Okay, now I see the person. Okay. All right. Um, let's let's continue. Let's continue now. Okay. Now, as I say, point number two. I mean, when it comes to uh, number two of the powerful work that Jesus accomplished. I'm sorry for that. The powerful work that Jesus accomplished, number two, is the fact that Jesus Himself, He gave us the glory. <laughs> He gave us the glory. What is the glory? Let me say the glory, what it means. In a simple term, it means the ecosystem of heaven. (laughs) Anything that guarantees heaven to be heaven, Jesus gave us. (laughs) Ah, ah. If if I end the service here, my job is done. But but I still have a long way to go. He gave us the glory, not some of the glory, the, the ecosystem of what God uses to create heaven jesus gave us he gave us the ecosystem let's look at the bible so that you can see it. john chapter 17 from verse 22 to 24 john 17 22 to 24 he gave us the glory the glory means the ecosystem for instance if you want to come and stay in my house I have a system that operates in my house. And for you to be a, for lack of better word, a full participant in the Amazer's house, you must comply to the ecosystem that guarantees so that when somebody comes, they will not even know that you are a stranger in that house. Because why? The ecosystem of the mesa house, you have it. Huh. He gave us the glory. John 17, 20, 24. Look at what it says. It says, and the glory which thou has given me, look at what it says. It says, I... I have given it to them. (laughs) Not I will give. I have given it to them. He said that they may be one. He said even as we are one. He says I in them and thou in me. That they may be perfect in one. That the world may know that thou hast sent me and thou hast loved them. He says as thou hast loved me. Look at verse 24. He says father I will that they also whom thou hast given me. He say be with me look at what he say he say where i am he said that they may behold my glory which thou had given me he said for thou loveth me before the foundation Ah, i want somebody to just stand and declare i have the glory <laughs> <laughs> see you are not praying to say you want to i have the glory i want you to declare i have the glory the ecosystem that guarantees me to live a glorious life on planet earth i have the glory the bible says here jesus says the glory which thou had given me he says i have given them <laughs> the glory which thou had given me I have given it to Pastor Kanisa. I have given it to Sibongile. I have given it to John. I have given... He said the glory which... I have given... Not I... see. Let me say this. Jesus here, at this statement, if you read it, if your Bible is like my Bible, he is reporting what he has done to God. God, you see, that thing you gave me. I have given it to the devil. So it's not... So Jesus left the earth, going back to heaven empty. He's waiting for you and I to be able to... ah! The glory which you have given me, I have given it to them. So, on the strength of this knowledge, if you can believe, ah, you remember the story I tell you about Yongicho. If you can believe me, it is not far; it is this small. You are the one thinking that you are still far from manifesting your rested life. You are the one thinking is still far from entering into the rest of God. He says, "The glory which Thou have given me, I, Jesus, have given it to Darlington. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. It's, it's, it's getting interesting It's getting interesting in, 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 for you to understand how jesus did that ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 now make it more interesting because god could not keep jesus in the grave because why if jesus has given the glory to everybody so it's better for me to make everybody alive And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, he says, and God raised us up uh, with Christ uh, and we were what seated with him. uh, We are in heavenly realm in Christ (laughs) we are seated with him and yet it was Christ who died. uh, But because the glory is in the hand of Sibogile, because the glory is in the hand of John, because the glory is in the hand of Canusa, God could not allow Jesus uh, to come to heaven without the glory. uh, And so I'm going to raise them all together so that when they sit in heaven, I still also have the privilege to the ecosystem. God needs you. God wants you. God depends on you because why? Jesus has given you the ecosystem of heaven. God had to raise us up together with Christ so that we can sit in heavenly places and be able to jurisdict and be able to, see, these are intelligent designs that the world do not understand. I remember, I think it was yesterday, I, I, I have a system I put in my life where, uh, one of the systems is the fact that when I wake up in the morning, after doing do my quiet time and go, I look for a positive video, motivational, the vi- I don't care whether the video, I don't care who is doing the video, I don't care, but hear me, positive video about the future I want to see, and yesterday, the video I sent to my wife, I said, baby, say, watch it, because that's what I'm thinking, What's the video, I was looking at the twelve richest king in the world, <laughs> 12 richest king, hey, wee, he, he. that was one of the king, <laughs> the guy has 7,000 cars, and when I talk about 7,000 cars, I'm not telling you cars that are Uno, I'm not telling you cars that are, in fact, the cars are not Range Rover, let me help you, Sorry, in case if you think that Range Rover, these cars, these are Asian cars, <laughs> 7,000 parked in his garage, it's, hear me. It is the cars are not in the showroom. They are in his garage now. Imagine. How big his garage is! I said, ah, if this man, who is an unbeliever, can pull this off, and yet the glory of the Lord has been given upon me, the moment I was watching the video, I said, "That is next coming. That is the amazingness coming." Because I understand the glory has been given to me. The Bible says, "The ethics of the Lord and the fullness Jeroph. This man is just a tenant. I'm the landlord. If he doesn't give his life to Christ, every wealth of the sinners is laid up for me, her As I was watching the video, I was making my Confession. I was declaring, Lord, I'm not going to live this earth without manifesting what this guy is living. I'm not going to live this earth because why? the glory has been given to us. <laughs> it has been given. It has been given. It has been given. It has been given. Somebody say this. I have the glory. I have the glory. The glory is waiting for my participation. Oh, yes, I know what I said. Say it one more time. I have the glory, and the glory is waiting for my participation. The glory is waiting for you, oh dear darling. The glory is waiting for you, can you sir? The glory is waiting for you, Sibongile. The glory is waiting for you, Mpo. the glory is waiting for you. The glory is waiting for you because why? You are seated with Christ. In heavenly places, uh, far above the nonsense uh, that including the Guptas and Tabobestas are doing. You are seated that far, that far. I, ca- I could talk more about that, um, but let's go into the Holy Spirit. Remember that two things that Christ accomplished was number one, he gave us his life. <laughs> So which means the life I live is not this one that you see, I live the life of Christ. You may not understand why I do what I do because you cannot factor that this life that I'm living, oh boy, you don't understand Darlington, Steve, St. John, that guy died when he gave his life to Christ. This life you are seeing is the life of Christ. If you can keep Christ in the grave for three days, that's when you can keep me dead. If Christ has not risen from that grave, that's how I will not rise. But as long as Christ is risen, as long as he's seated at the right hand of the father, as long as he's currently dominating, looking from the posture where he is, because of that instance that Jesus has done, I have the life of Christ. I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. In him, I move. In him, I have my being. You think that this life I'm living? It's your life, my dear. You are wrong. Oh yes, my mother, I know you gave birth to me. You prayed for me this morning. My father, it was from the matrix of your lungs I came out. But dad and mom, I'm here to give you a new one. Your son is Christ. Your son is wrapped up in Christ. The life your son is living is not the life of what my mother my father think I'm living. I am bought by Christ. I live as Christ. I talk as Christ. I operate as Christ. Oh yes, precious may be coming from the left and the right. That's because this earth has its own system. But I rise above. If Jesus can come out of the grave where the grave could not keep him dead for three days. The grave could not keep him more than that. We Which means my problem has an expiry date. My circumstances has an expiry date. The challenges has an expiry date. Oh, you Satan and your cohort. You think that I'm in the grave for three days. You have no clue that today is my rising. I came to prophesy to somebody this morning. Under the sound of my voice. Every grave that they have kept you. Every grave that they have locked you. Every place that they have concluded on you. I stand as your prophet this morning. I declare, come in the name of Jesus, I declare your third day for resurrection. It is happening now. In the name of Jesus, I don't care whether you entered the problem yesterday. But as your prophet today, I declare upon your life that that problem come to an end. That problem come to an end. That problem come to an end. In the name of Jesus. The reason why is because Christ gave you his life gave you his life which means if christ gave me his life <laughs> and the bible says he become poor so that i may be rich which means christ the bible says if you read the scripture He said, for christ became poor which means he did what poor people need to do it was you see if you read the scripture if you say he became poor which means he went to the university of poverty studied at the university came out with a one of poverty that's how much he became poor that me, through his poverty, I can become rich. <laughs> so which means his certificate of riches, I have it. So when I go to places and I want to make a demand, I make the demand on the strength of the fact that I have the certificate of the one who gave me the certificate. Remove this name and put my name, darling, in Christ. He <laughs> says he became poor so that I become rich. I, I can pause there, but let's just jump. Let's jump. Let's jump. Remember, let me do a quick wrap up. Two powerful things that God did is the fact that he started and he finished the creation. Number two. Is the fact that he established redemption and he sealed it with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And number four, Jesus Christ is the fact that number one, he gave us his life. And number two, he gave us his glory. Oh yes, I'm operating on the glory. Oh, I don't know, I just, I I, I, I I have a lot of say but I can't just move from this place. I'm operating in the glory. Oh, somebody look at your life and begin to prophesy for just one minute. I've, I feel the pressure, prophesy for one minute. I operate in the glory. Oh, I ride in the glory. My business operates in the glory. Talk, my children operate in the glory. And what is that glory? The glory is a talking kingdom. He said, if thou shalt say to this mountain, everything that Jesus, this was a speaking Oh yes, I live the glory. My business live the glory. My wife live the glory. My career operate the glory. Oh Father, after one talk, platform, church, luminance, all of the business we do, they operate in the glory. Lord, we live the glory. We live it. We live it. That's what we do. Oh yes, we live the glory. I live live the glory i don't know about you but i'm talking about myself i'm prophesying my next 365 days i'm prophesying the remaining seven days of this month i'm prophesying the remaining days of this year lord i live the glory everything i do is the glory the glory of god that makes rich and no sorrow that has to do with my business the glory of god that determines prosperity and fruitfulness the glory of god that determines abundance oh yes i live the glory <laughs> Somebody speaking tongue for the next ten minutes just to activate yeah. the glory is in you already. Lord, we live the glory. <laughs> we live the glory. Huh? We live the glory. No. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now let's look quickly. What are two parts of of the Holy Spirit? The two sides of the Holy Spirit. Ah. Ah. No, I'm enjoying this. The two sides of the Holy Spirit. The two sides of the Holy Spirit. Let's see. Number one is the fact that the Holy Spirit, let me say this. He's still walking. The number one is the fact that the Holy Spirit is teaching and reminding us of all things of christ the holy spirit job is teaching and reminding you He's teaching he's waking up wake up it is time for you to look this is how you this is how you need to get the job this is how you need to get the promotion this is how you need to get that very particular car you want this is how you need to get the house this is he is teaching and reminding us of all things of christ remember mark the word all things of christ the Holy Spirit has no business with your foundation. He has no business with your with enemies of your father's house. He is teaching you how to deal with that business. His business is not to come and start, you know, Sibongile, you know, you, you were born in KwaZulu Nata, and because your great great-grandfather he was Shaka Zulu, that, was, that, 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 that he doesn't do that nonsense. <laughs> it's not his business. Oh, that's not his job. He Says he would let's let me let's look at the scripture so that you don't say this man of God. What are you talking? What are you saying? Look at what it says. John chapter 14, verse 26. John 14, 26. Look at what it says here. It says, But the comforter, another name of it, is called the comforter. It says, which is the Holy Ghost. He said, Whom the Father will send in my name. Look at what his job is. What is that? He will teach you all things and do what? And bring all things. All things towards your remembrance, whatsoever I have, what (laughs) anything, not whatsoever the Sangoma from your village have said. The Sangoma can point you and say, By this time tomorrow, you are dying. Go and check what the Holy Spirit is telling you. (laughs) I'm alive in Christ. (laughs) For as Christ is, so am I. The small among me shall die a thousand. The small of me shall become many, because that's what the Holy Spirit teaches you. that's why when I see people tell me that hey, pastor you know as I'm going through this I, I just look at them I laugh I say, ah, I wish you understand what has been finished in Christ for you he says he would whatsoever I have said to you the Holy Spirit will bring you in remembrance and teach you for some of you that you are still struggling something. Holy Spirit how do I I don't want to say some certain things that my wife and I were trying to pull now guess what in that industry I have no degree there no degree no degree but the way I'm beginning with those very particular stakeholders that are coming on that very particular platform we are building, it does not make sense. Even me, when I look at it, every day I keep discovering something. I say, eh? I was saying to my wife, I said, babe, do you know that if you few months from now, your, your, your name will have co-CEO of XYZ, and yet we have no school for it. Why? The Holy Spirit teaches us all things. He teaches us all. See, if you, if you are studying banking and finance, and you want to go into construction, I'm not saying don't go to school, but I a fast school. It's called the school of the Holy Spirit. He can give you all things in one go if you are willing to sit with him. Holy Spirit, I know I did bank enough, but this is this is construction. What happened with, 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 with this mind? I don't know. And he says to you, don't worry. And he begins to bring all of the things together for you. He says he would teach you. If Jesus said he would teach, that which means he's a teacher. Stop trying to give him a qualification that he doesn't have. He is a teacher. He will teach you all things. John chapter 16, verse 13. Let's look at John 16, 13. John 16, 13. He says here, he says, "Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come? Look at what he will do again. He says he will guide you into all truth. He said, for he shall not speak of himself. Look at what he says. So which means the Holy Spirit is not even talking about himself. He says, but whatever he hears, that he shall speak. He says, and he will show you things to come. <laughs> <laughs> the way the things to come, he will show you. I remember, I think my younger brother is in this very particular service. And we, I was planning to do a very particular thing. And, and he suggested something for me. But I'm like, I, I dismissed it. He, he knows. I dismissed that very particular, what you call it, stuff. And all of a sudden, one of the days, I sat down and I said, come on. This very particular thing the Holy Spirit has been pressing into my heart. I need to find a way. And guess what? By the time I begin to put my head, he said he will show you things to come. We are now trying to bring a two-world of, for lack of a better word, a two-world of currency that will sit in one place, and yet each of them will not have a conflict. He will show you things to come. Whether you like it or not, we are moving into the digital age. If i not even moving into, we're already there. There are people that are mining that very particular digital space. He will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. He will show you, which means the Holy Spirit is a foreteller. It was intelligently designed that God will finish. Jesus will finish. And the Holy Spirit, number two, what is the second thing the Holy Spirit is here to do for us? Number two is to help us enter into the rested life as seal of promise. I'll say it again. Number two is the Holy Spirit is to help us to enter into the rested life as a seal of of the promise that is available. As a seal of the promise that is available. If you read your Bible in the book of Ephesians chapter 4. From verse 4 down to verse 11. One of the things that you will get there. The Bible makes us to understand. It says therefore there now remained rest for the people of Christ. He says there is rest that is available. The job of the Holy Spirit is to help you and I. To enter into that very particular rest. Where you stop holding the stick. And you start trusting God. Lord, I know that my boss said that they're about to fire me. Holy Spirit, I know you can see the biases that my company is doing. I refuse to stress. Because I know that you will tell me what to do and how to come on. And you just stay. People will tell you that. Do you know that tomorrow by this time, that they're not going to give you the job. You just keep quiet. You don't even have a headache. Like, like what I advise you, you go to Milky Way and you drink ice cream. While you are drinking your ice cream, they are panicking in the office and you get back to the office the following day. Did you see the email? You say, what email? You go to your email, it's not there because why? It has been deleted. All of a sudden, you find your boss saying to you, I thought that I thought that you didn't get the letter because of you came to the Now, take this position because why? We don't operate like they operate. We are of God. When there is a casting down, the Bible says we shall say that there is a lifting of in my head. When there is a casting down, I will say that this is another new opportunity. For us as believers, we don't lack opportunities because we have the Holy Spirit as our seal of promise to guarantee us to enter into rest. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Oh my God, my time is running out. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. The Bible here says, It says, In whom ye also trusted. He say, after that, you have heard of the word of truth. Like this word I'm preaching, I'm telling you the truth of God's word. He says, the gospel of salvation. He says, in whom after him ye believed. Ah, look at the word again, believed. If you want, let me say this in simple term. You want to enjoy rest? Believe. Believe that rest is available. And that's it. If you read Ephesians, I mean to God, um, Ephesians chapter 4, I think verse 11, if I'm not mistaken. He says, many of the people could not enter into rest because of unbelief. I will tell you what is the two things that the believers, what is our own work we need to do, so that you understand your work. Because you've seen the one of Jesus, you've seen the one of his Father God, you see the work that the Holy Spirit is doing, what is the work for the believer? Because you also need to know your work. You also need to know your work. And I bet you'll be shocked what your work is. (laughs) All of the other work you are doing is not part of the work description. Look at what it says here. Let's continue. It says, the gospel of the salvation in whom after you believed... He says, You are what? He says, You were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. You remember what I said? Number two, helping us to enter into the rest as a seal of promise. The Holy Spirit is a. The moment the Holy Spirit is at work in your life, He's reminding you of the promises of God. That's all. That no, I know that your bank account is poor, but He became poor for your sake. Because that is his job. I know that you don't have any work to do. Don't worry. I'm going to bring the merchandise of the, of the Egyptian and the cattle of Ethiopia. They are going to come to your hand. That's all he's doing. Because why? He is there as a seal of promise to remind us of all that has been finished on the cross. Now look at verse 14. He says, which is the earnest of our inheritance. He says, unto the redemptions of the purchased possession. He says, unto the praise and glory. Let's look at one more scripture before I give you you need to do your own two things. One more scripture on this Holy Spirit part. Second Corinthians chapter 1, from verse 21 and 22. Second Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Look at what it says here. Second Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. I don't want to rush the service. If I can't finish it this Sunday, i finish it next Sunday. It's okay. Second Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Look at what it says here. It says, Now he which established us with you in Christ, he says, and has anointed us. It is God, He says, um, who had sealed us also, and has given the earnest of the Spirit, where in our heart. <laughs> you are the one shouting, "The Holy Spirit come!" And that He is in your heart. Let's look at it again. Let's read it slowly. I wish I have the NIV, my daughter's version. You should that the thing will be very nice because by me, yeah, He said, now He which establish us with you in Christ. No, you can bring it, you can bring it, my daughter is here, she wants to give me, let me read the NIV, the NIV. Let's, let's look at it. 21, 2 Corinthians, 21, 22, so that you see it. It says, now, I like the fact when I see the word now, which means, when it comes to the seal of the Holy Spirit, everything is now. The day your manifestation will happen is the day you make it a now. Look at what it says. It says, now it is God who make Bought us to stand Firm in Christ He says he has anointed us Look at what he says there. He says has set his seal Of ownership ah, A seal of ownership He says and has put his Spirit The person of the Holy Spirit we we're talking about He says in our heart as a depth this your bible is very interesting as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come which means the holy spirit is if you need two billion dollars the deposit is there (laughs) as a deposit which means any withdrawal you want to make there is an outstanding deposit that is available for you he says and yet he's helping us to enter into that As I want to read 22 from the NIV it's nice he says set his seals of ownership which means the seal of ownership for us as a believer is the holy spirit because the moment you have at work with the holy spirit as a seal is a stamp for those of you who did love those days you know those your love you did those days where you send letter you read letter you send it to post office and some of you you are very romantic you even carry a letter you put keys on the letter for it. then you carry it to a post office and when you get to do you know what happened when you get to post office post office will put a particular seal on it That guarantees that letter must leave that place to the place. Guess what? The person who needs to receive the letter had no clue the letter is coming, but the letter is there. That is the same thing that appeals to us as believers. We have no knowledge of the provision that is there, but yet the seal of the Holy Spirit is there. We are not just walking that walk. Look at what it says. He says, and put his spirit in our heart. So, which means the spirit is not a place we are going to look for. Let me go to the mountaintop. I'm not saying don't go and pray. I'm not saying so. Let me go. Especially when you are going to a that is outside of God. He says, this spirit is in our heart as what? As a deposit. The day you gave your life to Christ. Thank you, daughter. The day you gave your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit was given to you as a deposit. It was a, dep- a down payment of the assets of heaven number let's go on this very particular last leg of the things to do but the things to do the last leg of it let's look at it things to do now what are the things you need to do what are the things you need to do because there's your own part number one is the fact that I know you are waiting for everything number one love God <laughs> I'm going to give you scripture that guarantees that reality what you need to do love God he says, for God so loved the world, and on the place of his love, we see all he did that he created, and he sealed it with redemption. Your path is to love back. When I say love back, now, that sounds like a particular program in South Africa called Love Back or something like that. <laughs> this country has some funny, funny programs ne? called Love Back. I think it's a program where if you lost your love... no. If you are dating somebody and the person left or something like that, you go meet that station. They will help you get your love back or something like that. So there is a no. There is a two thing. There is a there is the TV part and there is a demonic part. <coughs> so there is a love back and there is the the love back from the enemy. But let me say, one what you need to do, you love God. Let's look at the scripture quickly. First Corinthians chapter two verse nine. First Corinthians chapter two verse nine. On the strength of your love of God. Let us, let's see what, what is in it. Because many of us were doing our own works. But this is the work God has actually kept for you and I. Our own work that God said we should do. You say, but it is written. Eyes have not seen what is about to happen in the life of Dalentin. Ears have not heard what is about to show up in the life of, of Kanisa. He said, neither has it entered into the heart of men. The things which the Lord had prepared for what? For them that did what? Loved him. <laughs> So which means on the strength of your love for God, all of this, like we say in my country, they are bracketed, they are available. Your love for God guarantees men to look at you every day and be a shock. Your love for God guarantees men to keep hearing good things about you and yet they are wondering, what is it you are doing? Your love for God will make you keep changing tracks and yet you do not lose your salvation. Number one, your love for God. Your love for God. Romans chapter eight verse twenty-eight. Romans eight twenty-eight. Let's look at Romans eight twenty-eight. What the Bible says. In Romans eight twenty-eight. It says, "And we know," because many of you read the scripture. It says, "And we know all things work for good." It says to them that did what, love God. So if you know you don't love God, this scripture is not for you. Because I know you like reading. No, things are working together for my good. All things. My question is, do you love God? do you love if you love god hear me if you love god as your loving father the demand that he needs from you you will give it to him it's as simple as that my wife knows that i love her unconditionally if she wakes me up 2 a.m to go to nando's and get her chicken licking do you see how the thing is very crazy Go to Nando's to look for chicken liquid. I will stand up, drive to Nando's, knock the door. The security may arrest me. My wife wants chicken liquid. Because why? My love for her. If that kind of love you have for God, you can place a demand. He knows that my daughter loves me. He knows. He knows. What does it mean when you love God? Your ability to worship him. You wake up in the morning, you don't just rock up as if you are ex You just want to off-do low-shedding eh, You You even have low-shedding time in your work. No, 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 that's nonsense. You worship him. In your worshiping of him, you serve him. Lord, what are the needs in the house that I need to do? You serve him. You serve. I remember a testimony that a daughter, daughter of mine, she's here, she sent me a message. When I saw the message that day, I was praying. Literally, I was on the road, I was praying, I was just meditating. And when the message came, i was like, okay, this lady, I don't understand what is going on. But the message blessed my heart. What was that? She said, as long as you live, daddy, hear me, we are in it together. And that day, I was out there praying. And, and her message came on the prayer. One of the messages she put there, I saw prayer things there. And she saw me in a place praying. And she said she refused. No, him, him, my dear. <laughs> when I see remember, I'm like, God, what have I done? Is it just to love? Is it not your Bible that says this? He said, love me and praise me. He said, I will bring men to you. Many of us are chasing men. Instead of chasing God, and God will bring the men to us. God will bring. I remember by the time my wife and I, we started a relationship. One of the things she said to me, she said, by the time you came and you speak that English that I was not ready to hear. He says, I was driving back. I was telling God, God, if this guy is going to compromise my life, let him. Why? The strength of her love for God. She is willing to lose a man. Who is man? Forget it. Lord, not the kind of love I have for you. I have waited this far. I can still wait again. Because my love for you is not based on the man that you are going to bring in my life. My love for you is based on the fact that you have finished everything. And on that strength, I'm going to serve you. And guess what? She prayed for God-fearing man. God gave her, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That she has not recovered up to it now. And yet, on the strength of just loving God. <laughs> you have no clue what you can get by just loving God. You love God, you serve Him, you worship Him, you let your life be 100%. Lord, if it's not for you, let me not go there. This morning I was making my prayers because I tell people, I say, See, this is my belief. I'm not saying this is written anywhere. Your new year is not January 1st, your new year is the day you make your birthday. (laughs) The day you were born, that's your new year. I wake up this morning and I was saying, Lord, one of my prayers, Lord, if you are not going to be in those things I'm going to do, let my leg not move. Because my love for you will not make me find myself in a place that will compromise my love for you. Love God. Love God. God is a loving father. He also demands love from you. Love God. Number two, what must you do from your own standpoint? Number two, very simple, but yet complicated for many people. Have faith. In God. Have faith. Just have faith. Have faith in God. Believe him. Don't believe him. Have the God kind of faith. For some of you, live your own faith. Have the God kind of faith. His own faith, because the day you gave your life to Christ, his faith was imputed into you. Didn't you see that I I told you already that when Jesus came on earth, he gave his life. He gave his glory. What was that included? And I told you the glory means the ecosystem. Just have faith. Like that young man holding the tree. God says, leave the tree. I have raised the earth to a level where you can't break and yet you are still hanging on the tree. Have faith. If I bring anything other to these two, then I'm lying. This is what the rest of life message is. Your love for your father and your faith in your father. Many of you love God, but you don't. If God, the man of God, I know I'm in church. By this time tomorrow, that's a, I beg you. It's been long we had this one. The moment you did that word, I beg you, you just said, you just, you just, like we said, in my, you just, tamar the faith. You just cancel it. Dololo, like South Africa, you just put zero. You just put zero. You just put zero. zero. If you notice a particular story, and, and 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 I know that for me, that story builds me. Let's look at the story quickly. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 30. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 30. <laughs> Matthew 9, 27 to 30. You know, this very particular one for me. to Bless somebody. Matthew chapter 9, from verse 27 to 30. Look at what happened here. This was Jesus and some of his members. He <laughs> says, and when Jesus departed then, it says two blind men followed him. You know, anytime I look at this scripture, I'm like, me, I don't read scripture fast. I take my time. Two blind men these guys were blind, but yet they were still following. He says, crying and saying, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Look at what they happened. They, they were following Jesus. They are in platform church. They have the revelation and the knowledge of the rested life reality. He says, and when Jesus came to meet these blind men, look at the question he asked them. And Jesus says to them, believe ye that I'm able to do this. You want to ask, you know, if I ask My daughter who is here, do you believe that if I pray for you, this will be like, but man of God, I came to see, what kind of stupid question is this? If she is a real proper Zulu, she will look at me and begin to to talk in Zulu. Because what I came, you ask me if I believe. Just because you come does not mean that you believe. (laughs) The reason why our church are full of dependents and not Christ people is because people are coming to church without no faith. And without no belief that the place they are coming, that there is a rest that is available for them. Jesus asked them for you, you'll be like, okay, Jesus, this is me, Nigerian man. <laughs> Jesus says, Let me first of all make you understand something. I come to church now, and I even know the revelation. And I know call you because this is me, I'm talking in broken so that you understand. I know call you Jesus, Joseph, Pekin. Me call you son of David, which means the root source of where the revelation of Potter starts. That's how much I listen to your message. And you get mind to ask me if I believe. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Jesus would have collected a sharp from me. Are you normal know if I this the stick I'm holding? i like, what nonsense is that with all of this stress? But Jesus understands <laughs> that just because you follow me does not mean that you believe me. <laughs> Was it not everybody that was touching Jesus? But yet it was one woman who believed that God had healing. And yet everybody was thronging on Jesus. But one woman who believed. So I just believe that if I see this man and I hear the sound of his voice. I, and I know that this is how his voice sounds like. I shall but touch the hem of his garment. And I shall be made whole on the strength of her belief. Number one, love God. And number two, believe him. Leave the stick. Yes, sir. Ah. You know, I told my wife one time, I said, I, I, I live." there's an understanding I carry when it comes to the faith work I do. Very crazy. My risk appetite is very high. My wife own is not that high. And that's why God will not give me, God knows to her that he, he can't give me my kind. Otherwise, woo, we will not have roof over our head by now. We will not. My risk appetite is very high in the sense that this is how I form my risk appetite. And it, it, I promise it's based on the word of God. Two things that back my risk appetite in me just jumping and doing anything sometimes. I use the word jumping. And that's why God gave my wife to make me understand. Okay, baby, here you want to do this thing. But let's, let's, I'm not saying you won't do it. But let's think it through. <laughs> because as you are jumping, we are jumping together. That's the problem. You may have lifeboat; I don't have lifeboat. Look at my true script, my true story in the Bible that I used to have a high risk. I forget it. As long as it makes sense to me, I'm going. I don't need to go and pray and pray and fast. But it's very bad. I'm not saying it's a good thing. But I'm just talking to you now on personality. The moment I discovered a particular dimensions of God in the story of Jonah, the Bible says, "And Jonah, tell them, throw me in that very particular sea." As they throw Jonah in the sea, God created a submarine that took him to the destiny where he needs to go to. So because of that, I jump on anything because I know in that place, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. That's my number one risk capital. Number two was the one of Peter. How? When Peter saw Jesus, he said, if it's you, bid me to come. Indirectly, if your word can back me up, I don't care if it's air. If it's water, if it's fire, I'm going to stand on it. And guess what? When the bidding of Jesus came from to Peter, the Bible says that Peter stepped on the water. As he was moving, a particular time, he began to look other places, which you and I, we all do it, we are human beings. God said to you, go to Limpopo. And you are going, you are trying to pass up say, Let me check how Nigeria looks like and stuff. But guess what? When Peter did that, he began to sink. Because I have an understanding that as I'm sinking, god can do like the fantastic four and stretch his hand whee, like a spider-man and he would take me out of that very particular water and the two of us will walk back these are the two things that guarantees my strength in fact the third one is the fact that god can also part rivers for me to walk on dry land so whichever way i'm going to stand at the risk edge of life i don't say i don't say as meal no <laughs> you can't <laughs> know your risk appetite i'm saying this because the faith I placed in my father is the fact that no matter how rough the edges are, there is still a way out for me. No matter how rough the cords are, there is still a way out for me. Look at what Jesus said to this man. Believe that I am able to do this. And the guy says, yes, Lord, I believe. I like this guy because he did not argue with Jesus. He did not come and say, but Jesus, how can you be that wicked and unsensible? for you to just ask me? Don't you see that I'm blind? I'm already holding stick. You have been preaching. I've been following you. You went from Samaria to Judea to the uttermost part of the earth. And you are still asking me this question. He did not argue. All he did was, yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. For somebody this morning, as I'm beginning to bring my service to a close, because uh, the one we're going to deal with next week Sunday, we're going to look about. We're going to look at what I call. What are the indices on how to arrive alive? Remember my title of my message: Intelligent Design for Arriving Alive. What are the intelligent design? All of these I did today were just introduction. <laughs> were just introduction. But next week Sunday, we're going to be looking at about eleven things. Ah, time is not on my friend. Eleven things. I beg you, next Sunday, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. But before I bring my service to a close, the Bible says the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. Mark 9, 23. Intelligent design for arriving alive. Intelligent design. God designed it this way to be that simple. Most times, people like my kind who are wearing collars, who are pastors, that's why I'm not wearing suit. That's why I wear t-shirt so that you don't join me among them. (laughs) Sometimes, most of us who are pastors, we've complicated your spiritual life. And because of that, all the errors and the gaps you have in your Christian work is because of the complications we've brought for you. Look at what Jesus says here in Mark 9, 23. He says, and Jesus says to them, He says, if you can what? Believe. He says, all things. Did Jesus there say some things? Did he say few things? Did he say Maybe. He says all things are possible to him that believe it. He says, if you can believe all things, not some things. All things, not few things. All things, not maybe. I don't know what is the list that you have because we are going to pray just a few minutes from now. I don't know what is the list that brings you here. For some of you, you are like the woman with the issue of blood. If I may but touch concerning these health circumstances. For some of you, it may be just the fact that my business is not moving the way it's me. But if man of God would just pray and talk about my business, hear me, I have a good news for you. The Lord sent me this morning as your prophet of rest at this end time. That if my people can believe, I'm willing to route some Im- unimaginable possibilities in their life. Unimaginable. Unimaginable. My wife and I have a particular forum where we go to every Thursday. All of a sudden, the way God shocked us on that Thursday service, I have not recovered from it to tomorrow. I have not recovered. To the point that we were standing. My wife, my wife was sitting far back. People were standing. Some people were entering toilets just to hear the message of Christ. Just to. And I look at it. By the time we were coming out, my wife and I, we look at ourselves. What just happened? I said, baby, if you ask me that question, I don't know. If I give you an answer, I lie. Because why? I just believe. Lord, that's what you want to route around Platform Church. I may not know how the end look like in terms of the road mapping, but I've seen what the tomorrow is on the strength of what I see like Jeremiah who says, I see an almond tree on that thing I see. I know that you can make it possible for me, and I believe on that word. But in terms of the road map, Lord, the Holy Spirit is there to teach me. Don't go through Limpopo. Go through Rambek, Don't go through Palanga. Go through People call it in whatever. He says, if thou canst believe, I'm trying to make you understand that this morning, as this first quarter of the year is about to come to a close, what are you believing for the next quarter? <laughs> if thou canst believe, what are you trusting God for the next quarter? Oh, my dear, you don't understand. I'm in a new chapter of my life. Today is my happy new year day. You don't know the things I put for God that I believe that this next chapter of my life that I'm starting today, page one. Ah, if thou, and the things I wrote, if I show you, you will not come to church again. Because I'm like, ah, then what is left for us? Because I believe. Look at what it says in the book of Luke, chapter one, verse 45. We're going to pray just now. Luke 1 verse 45. Luke 1 45. It says, And blessed is she that believeth. <laughs> so there is a blessing in believing. And blessed is Kanisa that believeth. And blessed is Sibongile that believeth. And blessed is Darlington that believeth. It says, For there shall be a performance of those things which were what told of her. From the, my question to you from this scripture: what was told of you from the Lord? Do you believe those very particular statements? It says, which were told for, for her from the Lord, from the Lord, from not from Darlington. God can use me. Second option, first option: the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. I'm speaking this morning to my younger brother in Nigeria. Blessed is he that believes. For there shall be a performance of those things which the Lord has spoken to you in your private zones. Blessed is he, blessed is you, Joseph. For the Lord shall do a performance on the strength of your belief. On the strength of your belief. No wonder the Bible may cause to understand in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Look at what the Bible says. Interesting scripture. It says, But the just. Shall live by his own faith. This walk of the rested life is a faith walk. And the faith that you have is the faith of God. I have showed you how God finished, how Jesus finished, how the Holy Spirit is here to help us finish, and our part for us to play in making sure that the rested life is a reality for us. It says, if thou canst believe. I want you to close your eye where you are this morning. You're going to pray. Lord, your word has come this morning on this part one of the service. Father, I can see the gaps just like this young man holding the stick. But Lord, I believe you today. I believe you today, I believe you today. Forgive my unbelief. Lord, help my unbelief. Like those blind men. Lord, help my unbelief. Open your mouth and begin to make that prayer. If thou canst believe, Lord, I have stopped believing you for that car. I have stopped believing you from the job. I have stopped. But Lord, this morning, I have seen that everything has been finished. It is just my biases that is not making the thing come to pass. It is not you, God, but it is me. I own up to my responsibility. If I can believe again, if I can believe again, for many of you, you are just this few. You are just an inch from entering into rest, but you are still stressing, holding it. I believe, Lord. I believe I can be maritally settled. I believe that my job can come again. I believe that I can start that very particular show, and my show can be global. I believe that I can start platform church, and platform church shall be global. I believe that if I lay hand on the sick, they shall recover. I believe. I believe. Somebody declare, I believe. Uh, Begin to speak, I believe. Uh, For those of you who have entered into the place of unbelief, uh, begin to plead for mercy. Lord, I plead for mercy. Lord, I call for mercy. On the strength of my unbelief, I call for mercy. On the strength of my unbelief that is correctly at work in me, I call for mercy. Let mercy eradicate my unbelief. Lord, like this man, they cry, Lord, help my unbelief. And like these two blind men, I believe. Lord, I'm not going to question the question you are asking me, but I choose to say I believe. I believe in the job. I believe in the marital settlement. I believe in what you have finished for me on the cross of Calvary. I believe that I'm in the rest of life reality. I believe that my job and my career, they are turning together for my good. I believe that this new face of my life is working, producing greater works and promises. I believe the seal of the Holy Spirit that is at work in me right now. I believe. Somebody begin to declare, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe that I will carry my babies. I believe that I will her I will carry the people's babies in this church. I believe that I'm going to join people in holy matrimony. I believe that every Sunday of platform church is a miracle service. I believe. I believe, Lord, this morning, I don't know about you, but I'm praying my own belief. Lord, I believe that every Sunday of platform church, Lord, the Christ Clouds are coming. I believe that the visibility is guaranteed. I believe your presence is at work in my life. I believe that the power of God is at work in me. I believe. I believe. I believe in the prosperity plan of Jesus for my sake. That for me, he became poor. I believe that I'm rich. I believe. I believe. Somebody declare that. I believe. And believe it in your heart. Not just saying it in your mouth. Because you are saying it. Make sure that your heart is conceiving the reality. I I believe i believe that before this year come to an end platform church would have his own permanent place i believe i believe her I believe that a church will be so erected uh, that people from the nations of the earth, uh, from north, south, east, and west, and all the geopolitical zones uh, in Africa and across the world, they will rush in, uh, according to Isaiah chapter 2 from verse 2 to verse 4, and the nation shall come to platform church, uh, and it shall say, let us go to the house of platform, that it will teach us the ways of rest, uh, I believe. And Father, on the strength of that, I love you. Somebody just declare that. I know the last time you tell God I love you, only you know, you can't even remember. But God, on this morning service, on the 23rd of April, on my pastor's birthday, I declare one more time, Lord, I love you. I love you. Say it like you mean it. I want you to say the love the way you would tell your loved ones. You know when you meet that lady or that guy that gives you butterfly, that is a way you say the love. Even the person knows that you mean it from your heart. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. I come back into my love relationship with you again. Lord, where I wake up every morning and I just want to bask in your presence. Where I just want to worship you. I just want to serve you. I just want to take interest in the things of your kingdom. Lord, that's my love for you. I love you. Lord, for because you first loved me while I was in sin, that my parent conceived me, but yet you love me. And Father, I love you. I love you. Lord, from the depth of my heart, from the spirit man of Christ that is in me, Lord, I pull from that source. I love you. I love you. Lord, in case if I've ever bring anything to replace the love that you have for me and the love I have for you, anything that has taken, Lord, this morning, I put it on the altar. For some of you, you need to put pride. For some of you, you need to put jealousy. For some of you, you need to put down unbeliever, Lord, all of this has made my love for you not to work well. But this morning, I drop it on your altar. I have discovered that all things can work together for good, but for only those who love the Lord. Lord, I come back to my love relationship with you. Oh, yes, somebody declared that. I come back to my love relationship with you. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Final prayer, we're going to pray just now. And this is a prayer that we're going to pray today, and hopefully maybe we'll pray that next week, Sunday. What is the prayer? Hmm. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. The prayer is called, because of your servant. Ah! Hear me, this prayer point we're going to pray, I'm already emotional right now, and I know that I've cried my cry at the early hours of this morning, and the Lord guaranteed me. And he says, tell my people that because... Of my servant, whatever they are going to put on the table on the 23rd of April 2023. Ah! In fact, you are ready for it. What is it? It says, Ask my people, and they should place a demand on your life as your birthday for a birthday gift. He says, And I will honor you, darling, to guarantee that to happen for them. You are going to stay where you are right now. And you are going to place a demand. You are going to place. The Bible says concerning a man called Solomon. Solomon understands that the wisdom that he got was not based on his own work with God. It was based on his father. And the Bible says, and God said to Solomon in the book of First King chapter 3. He says, because of my servant David, I am going to harken to this very particular demand of wisdom you asked for. Because of my servant David, I am going to harken. And is it not your Bible who says... He said, God, who hearkened to the voice of the servant? I prayed this morning for every one of you. I said, God, as they are going to open their mouth to place a demand on the oil of God upon my life for anything that they deserve as a birthday gift from me to them. Lord, answer them. Now you are going to open your mouth. You are going to cry to your father. Lord, on the strength of my father and the Lord, on the strength of my pastor, On the strength of whatever you see me with. The Bible says, if you believe a righteous man, you shall have a righteous man reward. And if you believe in your prophet, you shall have a prophet man reward. Whatever you believe of me. I want you to open your mouth now and place a demand. Lord, on the strength of my pastor's birthday. I ask for one, two. Hear me. You are not praying for me. You will do that later. You are praying, Lord, on the strength of that. I ask for wisdom. I ask for promotion. I ask for marital settlement. I ask for increase. I ask for open doors. Open your mouth in one minute. And load your heaven this morning. Lord, we have an agreement this morning. Your daughters and your sons, they are placing the demand. Father, answer them. Answer them answer them lecropotosha greno cosida salata a gratoshabenacratos hita palatasa a rete belatosha lacre no sahida ratacoshe belecenecos pretos ekalita. le crotosha denakota lord that which they are demanding Lord I declare answers in the name of Jesus Hazenakosha Brenachiara Father, many of them has gone through pain. Huh? But on the strength of my covenant with you and my stand, huh? on the strength that my hand is still lifted out of the top. Huh? And Father, I declare that that which they make answers, huh? that which they make demand on answer. Huh? Lord, answer, huh? Lord, answer huh? in the name of Jesus. Huh? Lord, I don't care how crazy the demand is, huh? but for as long as my life is on this pulpit, huh? Lord, let the answer manifest. Huh? Let the answer manifest. Let the answer manifest. Let the answer manifest. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 44 verse 26. Isaiah forty-four twenty-six. 26. I want to release the blessing for somebody this morning. On the strength of the demand that you have made. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 26 isaiah 44 i want you to see that scripture please open the bible open it i stay have about five minutes for me to close isaiah a course letter isaiah chapter 44 verse 26 look at what the bible says he says that god who do what who confirmed the word of his servant he says and performed the counsel of his messenger and that saith to jerusalem he says thou shalt be inhabited he says, unto the city of Judah, you shall be built. He says, and I will raise up the decays of the places thereof. He says, but if you look at it, the God who confirmed the word of his servant. Was it not written in your Bible in the book of Hosea chapter 12 verse 13? He said, the Lord uses the prophet to bring them out from Egypt. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. The Lord uses the prophet to bring them out of Egypt. And by the prophet, the Lord cared for them. This is one of the errors. Time will permit me for me to give you, for me to preach sometime. The mysteries of prophet of God in your life. Mysteries. There are are possibilities embedded in God's prophet for your life. He says, the Lord uses prophet. I'm going to be releasing blessing upon you on my birthday. As my birthday gift to you all. Because by the time I'm going to be marking my next birthday. All that you have put on the table. It shall come to pass in your life. All that you have asked the father. It shall come to pass in your life. He says. uh, Second Chronicle 2020 also. He says. Believe in the Lord your God. He says you shall be established. Establishing is guaranteed in believing. He said. But also believe his prophet. On the strength of believing your prophet. You shall prosper. If you look at the two things. One thing is common on the two statements. Believe. Believe God believe his prophet. Believe God, believe his prophet. On that being said, I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are. Release the blessing and bring the service to a close. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, your word says you confirm the word of your servant and you perform the counsel of your messengers. Lord, I stand on the strength as your servant sent with the mandate of rest. I pray for everyone this morning um, under the sound of my voice today, 23rd of April. Father, I ask that all that they have said to you this morning, um, Father, answer them speedily. Um. Father, answer them speedily. I declare that the angels of this commission and the angels that backs my life day in, day out, I deploy those angels to speedily guarantee your answers in the name of Jesus. For every one of you that you have cried I declare this morning that your tears are over. I declare this morning that your tears are over. Every place that you have suffered shame. Every place that you have suffered mockery, every place that you have suffered disgrace and abandonment, I declare, as a servant of the Most High, I declare beauty for your ashes. I declare beauty for your ashes in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. That in the place that you have suffered dishonor, I declare that from today onward, you will be honored double. You will be doubly honored in the name of Jesus. The Lord said to me, son, you have entered into your season of the multiple dimension. I declare that upon your life this morning. Everyone that is streaming live with me this morning, I pray for you that this season has become your season of the multiple dimension. This season has become your season of the multiple dimension. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you that the one will become a five. The five will become a ten. And the ten will become a thousand. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you this morning that as you step out of this service, on the strength of your belief, you will knock the door and the door shall be open for you. Oh, yes, on the strength of your belief, you will seek for anything and you will find it. On the strength of your belief, you will call men and men will respond to you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, because of the next 365 days for my life, I program your next 365 days that your next days will be sweet. Your next days will be free of trouble, sorrow, and anxiety. In the name of Jesus. For somebody this very particular season, I pray for you that you will carry your desire. Your hand will carry your heart desire. Your hand will carry your heart desire. In the name of Jesus. You have believed your prophet this morning. I declare that there shall be a performance of everything that you have made command in the name of Jesus. I pray for you all this morning on the service that the sword that I use, I declare that that sword is available for you this season. When you place a demand on the sword, the sword is available for you in your business. The sword is available for you in your career. The sword is available for you in your family. In the name of Jesus, I declare that from today, rise above waters. <laughs> from today, rise above waters. For many of you, I prophesy from today, begin to walk on gold. Oh, yes, begin to walk on gold. Begin to walk on gold. Begin to walk on gold. I declare upon some of you this morning and every one of you, open doors. Oh, yes, I see open doors. Open doors. Open doors. Open doors in the name of Jesus. The area where you are weak in your life. I release the angelic assistance that guide me in all of the challenges I go through. I release that angelic assistance. To assist you in the area of your weakness in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that by the time I'm going to see you next week Sunday. You shall come with a testimony. (laughs) You shall come with a testimony. For somebody hear me. They ask that you are looking for. Your father's donkey that you are looking for. I'm here to tell you this morning that that donkey is found. That job you are looking for is found. That marital settlement you are looking for is found. That fruit of the womb you are looking for is found. That open doors is found. In the name of Jesus, I declare that on the wings of the Holy Spirit, rise and shine. (laughs) On the wings of the Holy Spirit, rise and shine. I declare upon your life that the darkness that will hit every other people, those darkness will not find you. Those darkness will not find you. The Bible said, gross darkness, the people, but the light of Christ, the everlasting light, He said, it will shine in you. I declare that every darkness in South Africa, darkness in Nigeria, darkness in this continent, I exempt you all from them in the name of Jesus. I speak to somebody this morning, the sound of my voice. That sickness is hereby terminated. The sickness in your body is hereby terminated. I cancel that sickness of your life. In the name of Jesus. That place that you have wasted resources. I declare that there is a recovery for you. Oh, I don't know who needs this one. There is a recovery for you this morning. There is a recovery for you this morning. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. I just want you to open your mouth and begin to appreciate God for what has happened in your life. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the words of your servant. That has come for my sake. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because your prophet, oh Lord, Father, has declared my life is manifesting the reality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for somebody by this time tomorrow. Oh, that thing that you think is impossible will become possible. (laughs) By this time, literal tomorrow, that thing that looks difficult is becoming easy in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And gossip we say, amen.
0: That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform church, family of rest.